Welcome to the We Are Here for Good podcast. I'm Pastor Jen Fight from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in the heart of beautiful Howard, Wisconsin. And we remember that as the body of Christ, we are here for good and we are better together. Good Shepherd is in the midst of a 12-week worship series called Unraveled, Seeking God When Our Plans Fall Apart. In our story this week, we hear a story from the book of Exodus as Moses and Aaron stand up to Pharaoh, exhorting Pharaoh to let God's people go. But Pharaoh's heart is hardened, and he's unmoved by God, and he's unmoved by God's people. Today, our Bible reading is focusing on our central reading for this coming Sunday's worship, from the book of Exodus chapter 5 verses 1 and 2 and Exodus chapter 7 verses 8 through 23. The book of Exodus begins with an accounting of the family of Joseph from the book of Genesis who came down to Egypt. But many years have passed and now a new king arose over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And seeing the numbers and the strength of the Israelites growing, the Pharaoh is scared. So he decides to oppress them with forced labor. The Israelites become slaves to Pharaoh. And still, still the Israelite people persevered and their numbers continued to grow. So much so that Pharaoh decreed that all the baby boys born to Israelite women would be killed. Pharaoh might have ruled his land with an iron fist, but he did not yield the same power in his own household. One day his daughter found a baby, an Israelite baby, floating in a basket in the reeds while she was bathing, and she raised that boy, Moses, as her own. When Moses grew up, he left Egypt out of fear after killing an Egyptian for mistreating an Israelite, But God, in that burning bush out in the wilderness, called Moses back home. God called Moses to be his mouthpiece, to demonstrate to Pharaoh, to the Egyptians, and especially to the Israelites, that God is the one true God. Pharaoh is not God, and Pharaoh is not the Lord of God's people. But it will take a lot of convincing for God to prove God's point. As we read this story, it's hard not to think about our world today, especially as crowds gather to rally against persistent systematic racism in our country. Pharaoh built up systems that would bind and limit the Israelites. As you hear this story, I invite you to consider, who do you serve? Who is your Lord? Where is your heart? And then beyond who we are as individuals, what is God's desire and hope for all people, especially people who have been torn down so that others might be built up? Have our hearts become hardened when we hear God's command and promise for all people? A reading from Exodus 5 and 7. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Let my people go, so that they may celebrate a festival to me in the wilderness. 
But Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should heed him and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. And the reading continues. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, Perform a wonder, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did as the Lord had commanded. Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Then Pharaoh summoned the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did the same by their secret arts. Each one threw down his staff, and they became snakes, but Aaron's staff swallowed up theirs. Still Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he is going out to the water. Stand by at the river bank to meet him, and take in your hand the staff that was turned into a snake. Say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent me to you to say, let my people go so that they may worship me in the wilderness. But until now, you have not listened. Thus says the Lord, by this you shall know that I am the Lord. See, with the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water that is in the Nile, and it shall be turned to blood. The fish in the river shall die. The river itself shall stink, and the Egyptians shall be unable to drink water from the Nile. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over its rivers, its canals, and its ponds, and all its pools of water, so that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout the whole land of Egypt, even in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded in the sight of Pharaoh and of his officials. He lifted up the staff and struck the water in the river and all the water in the river was turned into blood and the fish in the river died. The river stank so that the Egyptians could not drink its water and there was blood throughout the whole land of Egypt. But the magicians of Egypt did the same by their secret arts. So Pharaoh's heart remained hardened, and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. Pharaoh turned and went into his house, and he did not take even this to heart. So Moses and his brother Aaron, Aaron who is Moses' spokesperson because Moses says that he's not eloquent, go to Pharaoh. As a side note about Moses's inability to speak, if you enjoy good biblical humor, read Exodus 4 sometime in the King James Version. Try to convince me that Moses is really, truly slow of speech and slow of tongue. It's one of the most beautiful speeches in all of scripture. But it doesn't matter here in the story what Aaron says because Pharaoh does not know God. Pharaoh is unwilling to give up his slave labor to some nobody. And we can think of Pharaoh's response on a couple of levels, right? 
Intellectually, Pharaoh is just ignorant about who the God of the Israelites is. And on top of that, Pharaoh does not know God. Pharaoh is not in relationship with God. And so Pharaoh does not walk in the way of the Lord. And we wonder, whose claim on the people will win out? God or the Pharaoh? So Pharaoh wants Moses and Aaron to prove the power of God. Aaron's staff turns into a snake. The staff is almost like a sacrament in the Moses story. It's the instrument that God uses to point to his power, to point to his authority. But the Pharaoh's magicians can do this trick too. However, in a bit of foreshadowing, the snake made from Aaron's staff devours the snakes of the Pharaoh's wise men and sorcerers, and still Pharaoh's heart was hardened. The heart is the seat of the mind and of the will. And Pharaoh's is no longer responsive to outside influence. He sees what he wants to see. He believes what he wants to believe. He hears what he wants to hear. And no demonstration of power, no demonstration of love is going to change that. I'm reminded of the song, Here I Am, Lord, in which God proclaims to his people, I will break their hearts of stone, give them hearts for love of loan. Or the words of the psalmist, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Or the words from the prophet Ezekiel, a new heart I will give you, and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove from your body the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. God grant that in these days the church would be given a heart of flesh, that our heart of stone would be broken. And again, Moses and Aaron go to Pharaoh and the river, and the river Nile and all the water of Egypt is turned to blood, foreshadowing all of the death, all of the heartbreak that is to come. And then magicians, uh, Pharaoh's magicians do the same. They too place this plague upon their own people. Other than to display your power, why on earth would you do this? Why would you harm your own people in this way? It is a strange, strange thing for Pharaoh's magicians to do. Bringing fear to their own people, turning the water to blood, making it so that they could not live keeping them thirsty, keeping them scared. So Pharaoh's heart remained hardened and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. Pharaoh turned and went into his house and he did not take even this to heart. As you continue to reflect on this reading from Exodus, wonder with me, what will it take to bring about change? What will it take for freedom to come to all of God's people? What will it cost? And who will pay the price? And what about our hearts?
God, grant us new hearts, hearts that beat in rhythm with God's mission and with God's grace. God, grant us new hearts to live for God alone. God, grant us new hearts that beat for our neighbors and for all people who cry out. As we hold all of these questions in our hearts, let us pray. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you alone are God and we belong to you. Transform our hearts, transform our lives, make our hearts burn with your justice and grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Blessings, my brothers and sisters in Christ.